0: And now, Screwed Up Sound Effects Theater. Say it again. And now, here is Screwed Up Sound Effects Theater. The name's Spokowski, Detective Mel Spokowski. I was sitting in my office one night when I received an important visitor. Someone's at the door. Come in. Hiya, Spokowski. What, were you born in a barn? Shut the door behind you. All right. There, you satisfied? What can I do for you? Mind if I smoke? All right. <laughs> what did you want to see me about? Mind if I pull up a chair? Be my guest. Yeah! come to the point. What did you want to see me about? I understand my wife has hired you to snoop on me. What proof do you have of that? This piece of paper here. Ah! Ah! That piece of paper doesn't prove anything. Well, then what about this photo? Where'd you get that? Never mind, but it's all the proof I need to put you on permanent vacation. Oh, no! A gun! Don't shoot! Eat lead, Sporkowski! Join us again next time on Screwed Up Sound Effects Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News.
1: It's time for peculiar podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman.
2: Gorgeous to look at.
1: And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Leave. You're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Here? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. And time.
2: Okay, little change of approach here this week. Uh, I'm not going to start with who died this week. I realize wow. that ties up about 10 minutes of these podcasts, Lisa. So, it does. And um, it's
3: and, and it's never a really nice way to start no, because I think that depresses people. It's sad. So, yeah, it is sad. But we always end on a happy note with a joke.
2: Unless somebody dies during the podcast, one of us or something, and then that would be different. But... Yeah. Otherwise, unless it's uh, someone highly significant. Like, Isn't oh, it
3: really oh, just that died this week?
2: Oh, wait, like wait, died oh, oh, wait so Napoleon died a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I should mention that uh, this podcast got started, the recording of it got started a bit late because of an incident that happened in your house, just as we were beginning to record. You want to tell everybody what happened? Yes.
3: Yeah, I was getting ready to launch our little ZenCaster thing, and you, you're in your studio and in, in wherever you are. I'm in my studio in, in a different city and state, and we're getting ready to go. And I mm-hmm. hear, I hear wetness. I guess that's the only way to describe it. And it's perfectly quiet in my house. And I hear. Look, you hear have wetness. nothing
2: to be ashamed of, Lisa. If Sometimes, uh, you know, I don't quite make it to the bathroom. So um, <laughs> please don't apologize for it. It it happens when we get older. Yeah. So let's... This
3: time it wasn't me. Oh. This oh, time it wasn't me. Oh. And I turned around and I've got these uh, drapes that hang down in the family room next to the sliding glass Oh, door I know. I Quince... bought you those
2: drapes. I, lo- I know that.
3: Quince decided that would be a good thing to take a leak on. <laughs> Little jerk.
2: <laughs> and...
3: And, I love and, that
2: expression, by the way. Do you ever think about it? Who came up with "take a leak"?
3: That's such a that's such
2: a dandy expression. I don't know. We're take a women leak. Don't, hey, you guys, I'll be women right back. Don't I gotta say take, that.
3: I'll be right back. I'm going to take a leak. Women don't say that.
2: No, no, of course women they say, don't. That's a total guy thing. I gotta thing. go
3: potty. I gotta go potty. I have to go pee. I have to use the ladies' room. The but worst. Men are like, I gotta, I gotta go drain the lizard. Yes, for... I was going to say
2: that one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Or, yeah, take a leak.
2: Drain the lizard. You're right. I've drain never heard lizard. a woman say, excuse,
3: excuse me, I am going to go drain the
1: lizard.
3: I think I might start using it, though. It's pretty funny. It will catch it's people's a a great, attention. Yeah, it's a great. So, so Quince decided to drain his lizard on my drapes, which is up against the sliding glass door. And oh, there's man. all these, you know, the tracks and the rails and the nooks and crannies. And, oh, my God. God, what a little jerk. So I t- had to text you and go, Well, this is going to take me forever to clean this up. So, um, well, you, but said, I, you said, You
2: said we were about to, to record, and then you said, Give me 10 minutes. And I thought, Well, you, you just said your dog peed in the house. How, why would that take 10 minutes to clean up? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> because
3: uh, of all, because oh, here's of where Oliver. he chose to here's, drain his lizard.
2: Here's my dog, Oliver. He, you don't pee in the house, do you, buddy? 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 No! No! No!
3: So, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't he believe. He
2: said he wanted to go out. I should have listened to him.
3: Yeah. Wow. And you're right. That probably was my fault. I was getting ready to take them out. That's why I said, I'm going to, let me, I'll be right with you. I'm going to take the dogs out. And then he just peed all over the, so now I had it out.
2: So, what did you do after that besides <laughs> yelling
3: at him? I didn't yell at him. I glared at him.
2: Oh, that's like, good. That's dogs, something- dogs really pick I know. up on glares.
3: I know. It's so dumb how we humanize <laughs> our animals. Like, you know what you did. You go sit in the corner. It's <laughs> he like, I don't know. All I know is mommy's pissed off and things have gone sideways and I'm getting out of here. Why
2: am I in trouble? So, well, you got trouble, my friend. And, and my dogs, Sherman,
3: who's not even in trouble, in solidarity, did just kind of went off with his brother. Like, dude, man, what you really effed up here? What dogs happened? really
2: know when they're in trouble, too. They, they Oh, my God. Then I feel bad. I know. I, think, I don't want you I
3: to. Do. I do. I feel really bad that I got, you know, and I put him outside and went and cleaned it up, and I'm grumbling the whole time. Yeah, of course, you know, I have to bitch about it the entire time, but.
2: I don't know if this is the kind of thing we ought to have in the podcast, but but what? my dog oliver I, see i get up about five in the morning so long before you
3: do oh that's true you're a very early yeah. you never did let go of your morning no, radio I never
2: kicked it routine and uh so he and i get up together he sleeps with us now by the way since he's Aww. our only dog it's so cute he's an incredible bed hog by the way And i'll default to him if i don't have enough covers i'll sleep on the very edge of the bed oh, just so he's more comfortable <laughs>
3: Oh, so my God. But
2: uh, So he gets up, and then he, he did something he's never done before. He suddenly leaps off the couch upstairs here, where I am, and he throws up. He's never thrown up.
3: Oh, buddy.
2: So I go to get something to clean it up, and while I'm gone, I mean, I'm not even looking at it, but while I'm gone, I start gagging, and I can't stop myself, <laughs> and it's all in your head. Laughing. You know, Thank it's you. all in your head. I know. It's material. I, know. I mean, it might as well be... You know a can of soup or something that was spilled but it's because just you material. know
3: material that's a good way to that's a good way to look at it because you're not, right it's just material it's
2: not a big deal but I'm just making myself <laughs> and I came really <laughs> close to adding to his pile I'm just <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> I've always oh been like God. that. I cannot eat. I can't eat. Uh, I don't. I usually don't, won't eat steak, for example, because I don't like the fat. If there's any fat in the steak, I can't get it down. You'll throw up. Yeah. My mom <laughs> always said, you kids <laughs> should eat your fat. It's good for you. That, that was an, That's an exact. My
3: fat. That'd be a great way to get rid of it.
2: Yeah. And uh, but oh, I couldn't do God. it. And so I'd fake it and I'd go, oh, hey, hey, mom, I got to go to the bathroom then i dump all the fat that i clutched into my hand Ugh, uh, into the waste bag man i couldn't i can't handle that makes handle. me
3: want to throw up that 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 makes me want to Ugh, i can't eat. i don't have a i, I don't I, have a gag thing going on like i i you. have a stomach my stomach will turn flip over if i see like something disgusting medical wise but it won't it's not a throw up thing for me it's just a it's just a you know what i mean how your stomach flips yeah. when you see something disgusting yeah, yeah. um but it, i don't it never goes beyond that point for me i've never thrown up from throw up or from somebody else throwing up it's distasteful but it never it never triggers that in me
2: my daughter is impervious to revulsion she can look <laughs> at anything her favorite show on TV oh, I is, know what
1: you're going to tell
3: me.
2: is Dr. Pimple Popper.
1: I was concerned that because of recent inflammation that the sac wall may be breaking down. But the fact that it's intact makes me feel much more confident that we're going to be able to remove this entirely. The cyst is out.
2: Good deal.
0: Okay.
3: Thank you. It's all gone. Uh, I can't even. That makes my stomach feel right I know. Just now. the name
2: alone is ridiculous. It's this yeah. doctor that deals with people's, I don't know, we don't need to go into, into detail, but zits, yeah, uh growth, anything that involves lancing or piercing and it's on TV and she loves it's it. It's
3: a female doctor. It's a female doctor. Oh, it's doctor a female. See,
2: I've never cysts. seen it. Yeah. I can't watch that stuff.
3: Oh Ugh. my god. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. But she loves it. And that's disgusting. kind
2: of what she does for a living. She's a skincare person, so she sees everything.
1: And yeah. she rather likes I, it,
2: you know. If I have uh If I had gotten a sunburn, for example she delights in peeling off the skin, the dead skin. I mean that's her thing. She
3: I just treated myself to a facial earlier this year. I very rarely go in for them. And part of the facial experience is they steam you and they 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 you know, they pluck you and they mask you and moisturize you. But part of the routine is what's called extractions and extractions are when they're getting all that crap out of the like blackheads yeah. and pimples and all that. That's stuff. what and she I, does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I th- said to the gal, I said, she goes, okay, we're going to do some extractions now. And I go, okay, well I hope it goes, you know, hope it goes fast for you. She goes, Oh no, this is my favorite part. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? What, that's your favorite part of giving me a facial is pulling crap out of my pores. Some people dig that stuff.
0: Small little pimples and bigger size zits. Nodules and blisters and abnormal cysts. Carbuncles, polyps,
2: and boils that cling. These are a few of my favorite things. Well, I would say my daughter's in that category. She likes it. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I'm glad there's people that want to do it. You know, just like we we've talked about this before, yep. everybody's got their thing and their their talent, what they were born to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not going to come on America's Got Talent and sing their brains out. Some right. guys they ought to have shows, the greatest uh, septic tank cleaner show, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and and well, you know, those, they because the, that's a the talent. dirty
3: jobs, the dirty jobs show uh, with yeah. Mike. What's his face? That's that's pretty fun to watch because there's yeah Yeah. mike Rowe. there's some pretty disgusting jobs that he goes on and yeah i agree with you thank god there's people willing to do that but here's the other thing those people aren't bothered by it they're not retching the sewer cleaner guy isn't retching behind his truck every time
2: at least as far as we know i i (laughs) i'm always (laughs) uh, if you've ever been downtown and you look up and there's a guy 42 stories up that's washing the windows up there yeah. Who decides that's for me? That's what I want to do. Does it right. just start with cleaning windows in the house and then pretty soon? Nope. This is fun, but I want to go higher. I want to go yeah. way, 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 way higher. I don't know, but every, heights do
3: bother me heights, bother me. Oh, bit. me too. I, I can't
2: don't... do it. Yeah, no, I, I feel something down low. I've taught, I think we talked about this before too. I remember when I was a kid, area. I used I used to yes in the growing area. I climb yes. a, I would climb a tree and I get up too high, and then it, it's a, fee, a sensation you get in your growing area. I don't yeah. know why I know what you mean it's there, but I know what it's, you mean yeah, yeah. Anyway.
3: So there is. I think it's the Space Needle. I could be wrong. I haven't been up to the Space Needle in probably you know eighty years or so. But you've got they an a elevator, you know. This...
2: You don't need to climb it. <laughs>
3: I know but don't they have a glass floor like there's a building somewhere that has a glass floor that you step out onto it's sort of a protrusion it might not be the space no room, i don't think the space some, has that unless it's some sort changed. of floor where you just step out onto this this protrusion uh this sort of thing and it's just glass and there's nothing underneath you
2: i believe that it is just, a uh, i believe it's a new uh observatory uh, observation deck i should say at on yeah. the grand canyon and you walk oh. out on it, and you're looking straight down into the Grand Canyon. Okay, camp. that
3: that makes my groin hurt. Yeah. right Yeah, I don't think I could do it.
2: maybe I. I don't
3: think I could. I don't think I could do it either. I wouldn't mind a glass bottom boat. A glass bottom boat would be cool. Yeah, I would like that, but I don't want a glass bottom floor. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, or just having a glass bottom would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I I uh, yeah. I'm I really have had this lifelong. I wouldn't call it quite a phobia, but it's pretty close to a phobia of heights. And yet, a few years ago—well, actually several years ago—somebody uh, came to me, and when I was working in radio then, and they said, "Hey, we're doing a promotion for the Heart Association, and they would like you to walk around the uh, halo, the the perimeter of the Space Needle. Now you'll you'll have a harness." So and you, you mean
3: outside yeah, outside not inside yeah, the... On the
2: very tippy tip what? of the Space Needle you... and I and I and I immediately said, oh, I can't do this. I know I can't. Do this.
3: Oh, my God. But
2: somehow I was persuaded to take part and I did it. And uh, I have a picture of myself. It's one of my favorite pictures. Somebody took of me out there on the Space Needle.
3: I don't, you've never told me this story. I'll send you I the picture.
2: You. Yeah, I'll send you the yeah, picture. Yeah, okay, you're uh, going to have
3: to. Uh,
2: but they, uh, somebody said, okay, if you're going to do this, never look straight down. Never. Always look at the horizon. And
3: uh, Always look up to God.
2: <laughs> yeah, because you're going to eventually anyway. <laughs> but man, I was just terrified. I was, I really How was. Long uh, How
3: long did it take you? How long did it take Did you run around it just to get the hell off no, of No, I
2: wasn't going to show off. Uh, and. Uh, <laughs> And you know who John Curley is? He he was doing an evening story, uh, based on the same uh, charity thing. And oh, he, okay. And he so he went up there and he's showing off. He's oh my You know, like doing handstands or whatever he's doing. You know, <laughs> and I'm just thinking, man, I just want to get through this. And Curley, get out, get away from me!
3: Oh, you guys are doing it at the same time? Well,
2: he was around. I just you're that's lucky all he I've didn't written.
3: push you off. Yeah, he you know?
2: yeah, I think he would love to. It, As long as we can get video of it. but uh, Yeah, I'm thinking, you you ass, get away from me. But I just wanted Mm -hmm. to get through it, and I did. But I remember getting out to that part of the uh, Space Needle, you have to go through this little catwalk thing. And you have to get down on your hands and knees and crawl out to it.
3: Oh, my
1: God. And
2: it's got this metal mesh sort of stuff. So even as I was admonished not to look down, you have to look down when you're crawling on this mesh to get out to the to the, uh, to the the outside of the needle itself. Oh, my God. And I'm just thinking, man, I, I can't do this. I'm not going to make it. But you can always rally. You can always make yourself do something because there was cameras going and stuff and people watching and. I said, and I, it was for
3: charity. I and can't, you I wimp can't out. wimp
2: out now. I've got to go through right. with this. But man, it was tough. It was really tough. So, facing your fears is a, is a good thing, I think, for all of us.
3: I jumped out of a plane once.
2: You did? See, I've yeah. never done that.
3: Really? Yeah, it was for my 40th birthday. Wow. I wanted to That's do good. something that I wanted to do something, I don't know, something scary to sort of reset. I don't know, something just to mark my 40th birthday. That qualifies as and, scary. Uh, yeah. And we have uh, lots of parachuting things up here, especially in where you used to live up in Snohomish County. Yep. And so I found the one that had the be- the best rating. <laughs> I figured no homage airport, yeah. on on their watch. And I did a um you have to take a little class, an hour class before you get in the plane. And then um I and was then you're writing on very... the
2: back or on uh, somebody's writing on your back, right?
3: Yeah. I have very a very attractive man was strapped to my back. So that was that was a motivator right there mm-hmm. to to do to do it. So and it was a- absolutely exhilarating, and I paid extra to have somebody, another guy with a camera, jump out with us, ah! and he photographed, he videotaped it, and I have it. It's really,
2: oh, cool. Lisa, that's awesome. I won't do
3: it again though. Once is plenty. No, you, that's off.
2: A- you can check that off. But uh, that's good.
3: Once is plenty. Yeah, that's
2: really good. I mean, if, talk about facing your fears, uh, man. You, 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 you'd be. You you'd have no problem with the space needle if you can do that.
3: Oh, I don't know. I'm too old now. I don't you feel like the older you get, the le- the less risk you you're willing to take with.
2: There is no in question life? about that. No question. Yes. For example, Mine's I turning no into longer into a scaredy cat. I, I I used to crawl up ladders to fix stuff, even yes. though my height thing. But but I you know I do all kinds of goofy stuff. That one thing I used to do in college. I lived on the fifth floor of a dormitory. I would, and I was on the, uh, right across the hall from my room was the door to the stairway that would go take you down. So I, it was too far to walk all the way down to the elevator. So I'd always go down the stairs and up the stairs, even though it was That's five good. stories. And it was That's one of those good. open stairwells, you yeah. know, as a joke, make people laugh or scream. I would pretend like I was tripping as we went out the door and I would and I would grab one hand onto the railing and I'd flip over it and be hanging by one hand and counting the basement it was a 6 story fall
3: oh my god down
2: below and I just did it to show off I guess or whatever and and to think that I used to do that regularly now just makes me shudder <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is your hand slips, or you don't grip it correctly, or your sweat, your hands sweaty, or whatever. Yes, and, and exactly, you're down, you go. Yeah! And I and would do it all the time. And your
3: head, and then you're drinking out, and you're breathing out of a straw for the rest of your life.
2: Yes, and probably, no, I'm probably dead, six stories. But you said drinking out of a straw. That's probably, that probably fueled my stupidity, was usually be inebriated when I do that. <laughs> I
3: meant that. breathing out of a yeah.
2: straw. <laughs> stupid, stupid. Like
1: a straw in the wind I go
2: Now I think you're right though as life goes on, you get more and more timid uh, because I'm very timid. because you know people yes. in your own circle of friends that have had horrible things happen to them uh, right. I know a friend and who... they
3: weren't doing anything really risky they were like, you know I was yeah. uh I was uh, reaching for a can of soup and I broke my hip
2: yeah and they were
3: like oh crap.
2: Well, it's true. I mean, I've I, know. I have I don't know I've hurt my back a few times in my life, and it's never been from you know mm. pushing a car over to rescue an old <laughs> woman that has fallen underneath the wheel. It's never been never. anything spectacular. Yeah. It's always been either from a stupid stunt or yep. or from nothing at all. I remember I really wrecked my back, and it was bad for two months, and all I was doing was bending over to pick up an empty pop can off the floor. And I think when you're trying to labor, you're trying That's to lift something, you, 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 you know, you ready yourself. You get ready. You, you tense your muscles. You bend right. your legs. You're ready to go. Can. But when yeah. you're just picking up a pop can, you, you, you know, and I just wrecked myself. Yeah. It, oh my one time. <laughs> yeah. You, again, probably fueled. Your
3: knees, not your back.
2: Probably fueled by an inebriant. I uh, was I I had this thing in a narrow hallway. I could jump onto the walls and with my hands and my feet, and I could walk down the hallway without touching the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like a spider. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did.
3: Because try- that's handy. That's handy if you're crossing a river of lava yeah or a pen a a, a den of lions you got to have that exactly what the hell are you doing that for
2: I was just doing it to show off and one time I jumped (laughs) up and I jumped incorrectly and I strained my ankle so badly that I mean I think I was I I had to be on crutches I was a mess for a long time how old were you uh post-college uh but not much post uh, early 20s yeah Now, I would, of course, well, you'd be going to my funeral if if I did it it now. (laughs) Uh, It's so
1: stupid. (laughs) One dying and a burying One dying and a burying Some crying Six carrying me I want to be free
2: but it's funny as you said and to state the obvious you get more conservative small c yes uh more uh unwilling to take risks as you get older and older physical risks i mean yeah you just kind of yeah, want to you're wanna... still going to buy cryptocurrency but but physical risks you you're going to shy away from man
3: yeah uh, wrap yourself in bubble wrap and yeah. stay safe
2: hey l- let me uh mention this and you can mention it more probably articulately than I can, but deluge, and I can only call it a deluge of contributions that we have received for this podcast that came from such a simple, silly mention of uh, the fact that we had no money, Uh, the outpouring I know. From people has been ridiculous. I know it's, it's ridiculous, and now I want to say I, I I shouldn't say it, but I should don't know no don't
3: say it stop don't well, say that no well uh, you're 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 I, stealing their joy this, this why is would my you Catholic do that this, yeah. you're stealing their I, joy if they th-
2: no they're not joyful about they, giving they giving love giving
3: the podcast money. But now I'll tell you what I'm feeling, and oh, that is I'm feeling the pressure now. Before, when nobody Oh, was, I
2: know. Yes.
3: <laughs> when it. nobody was when giving getting, us any money, we could just do whatever the hell we wanted. And now I'm God feeling- damn,
2: you are so right about that. I'm feeling now, a
3: little bit, yeah, obligated. I know. Obligated. It's like, I don't like It's this. like a
2: baseball player has been given a big contract, <laughs> and now you got to deliver. I know. And you, and you find yourself striking out, striking out pressure is building and building yeah it is so stop giving us money ladies and gentlemen and we can go back to being crappy
3: but if you want to give us money and go to our like, website right, right, right now peculiarpodcast.com and just click on the coffee cup all we really want is a cup of coffee people are buying us Mercedes, and we just want coffee so don't buy us yeah. any more cars we just want coffee Here,
2: we also mentioned last oh, podcast yeah. i think it was that that we do have a uh, a little line that you can call and leave a message for us.
3: Yes. You can call us and leave a message. Uh, I love that number. Lisa? Yeah, I do, but I'd love also for people not only to call and just um, leave a comment. If you have questions for us, um, we'll be happy to answer questions. So shoot us your questions. Give us a call. 425... Those questions could
2: include. What? Oh, sorry.
3: Could include what?
2: Those questions could include. Why are you two losers still doing this podcast?
3: Oh, no, that's a good question. That's not you could, a good You question. could ask that. That's a, we like it. Who cares what anybody else it's thinks? It's a question. So uh, the phone number uh, is 425-522-BURP. Yeah. And that number again is 425 522 425-522-2877. Call us. Call us. Call us.
2: Uh, here is a call, actually, to prove that we will we'll, we'll listen to these calls. Yeah. And we'll play them back. This, this man I remember so well. His name is Robin, and you, as you will hear. Well, let me play his call, first okay. of all. Hey, what's going on, Cashman, you jackass? No, not not that one. Uh, this one. Hey, B. Hey, Pat. Hey, Lisa. God love you. You're back on the air. Uh, hey, listen, um, I gave. Well, actually, my wife gave. You mentioned uh, her name, Colleen Fallon Well, my name is Robin Minkie, I used to call you guys up on the big-ass radio show Anyways, um, Lisa and I'm just kind of wondering, um, do you guys ever play, I know you play some of your back buzz issues, but some of the sports in your shorts things were just spectacular. Uh, and I have some tapes. I wanted to, I can't, I can't find the tapes right now, but I will, and I will send them back to you. Keep spinning the weird stories, and oh, by the way, that's a big-ass coffee cup, huh? Hmm, maybe more money?
3: Talk to you later. Well, maybe not.
2: Bye-bye. Now, Robin, one time, called us, and his entire class, he's a teacher at Annie Wright School, and he he had his whole class sing us a song. I can't remember the occasion. It might have been a Christmas song or oh, something. Oh, this is
3: when we were on the air, on the radio.
2: Yeah, when we were on oh. the radio, and, and it was so charming, and I'm just so touched by it. To get his whole class... Of kids who didn't know what the heck they were supposed to be doing <laughs> they never heard
0: of
1: this
2: yeah. stupid radio show <laughs> yeah, exactly. but i'll never forget it i'll never forget it it was just one of the most uh vivid memories of our years of doing yeah uh, so thanks robin um, and please say hello to Friar Tuck for me too, while you're at it.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: So anyway, that number again uh, that Lisa mentioned. You give it a buzz, and if you have, uh, but you're right. I think it would be better. In some ways we don't need the compliments.
3: Yeah. Just if you have uh, questions, we'll answer your questions. We'll play your question and we'll answer it. Four two five five two two burp.
2: The the point is, and and I blame myself for this, Lisa. I'm a very poor person when it comes to formatics of radio or podcasting, for that matter, I, we'd set things up and you are the ones who set you're the one who sets everything up. And then I don't follow up on it. I said, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Let's do that. Let's do that. And then I, I I drop the ball all the time. If I was a quarterback, we'd lose every game. I'm always fumbling it. But Well, that brings me to there.
3: a question I have for you. You know, I love that you you are you're so I thought you were gonna
2: ask my weight.
3: You're so musically talented in that you've got such a great um, variety of music that you appreciate and like. You're not like this one genre kind of guy. And I've hey, learned wait, to by the way,
2: by the way, guess Would what my son me gave finish? me for Christmas? This is it me... this is relevant. This is relevant. My son gave me an electric guitar and an amp for Christmas. Why? Oh, boy, you are going to love what I'm going to be laying out here before oh long.
3: <laughs> I'm sure Patty's thrilled to death. Wanted, hopefully. Oh,
2: God, she was so mad when she saw of what course. it was. He might as well yeah. have sent me a
3: drum kit, a, a,
2: a set of drums. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead.
3: All right. I so I love that charge. you've got such a variety of genres and I've learned to appreciate a lot of different types of music that I wouldn't have because of you and you've introduced over the years you, because we've known each other hundred years. So so I wondered, you you do a, such a wonderful job of putting in music that is relevant and, and, and fits whatever we're talking about on the podcast. But I didn't know Thank you. Uh, I've never asked you. I usually leave it up to you, obviously, because you're much better at this. But I wanted to know, do you take requests and if Mm. you do take requests Mm. i have one particular request and this goes back to something i told you about like a long time ago and you said oh yeah we should do that and you never followed up so that's why that made me think of this
2: see that's that's okay i'm talking about
3: so i don't know um if you have it handy i'm sure you do because you've got a huge music library but i would really love to hear i would love to hear a song by Marty Robbins called Kneel and Let the Lord Take Your Load.
2: Yeah, I got it right here.
3: When days are filled with trouble And
1: temptation is so great And evil stands no matter where you go There's one friend you can turn to And everybody knows
2: let the Lord take your load. <laughs> we won't have time to play the whole thing, but I'll play it at the very end of the podcast.
3: So I uh, don't know how I came yeah. across it, but uh, I was on social media and somebody had a 45. They took a picture of it <laughs> and they posted the 45 and, and everybody's like, that's not real. And he's like, yeah, it's real. And so I, t- I texted it to you and you, you go, oh yeah, that's real. And I know the guy's girlfriend. Or, or wasn't she a member of your family? Tell me more about this. Yeah,
2: she was married to. Let me get this straight. She was married to my brother's ex wife's mother. Oh
3: my god. Okay, wait a my, second. My
2: my my brother's ex wife's mother married Mary Marty Robbins. Okay. She was married to him for a <laughs> period of time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so Marty yes. Ro- and Marty
2: Robbins, for for people who don't know, was a, a very popular country country musician had a lot of hits his i think his biggest one was
1: Out in the West Texas Town of El Paso I fell in love with a Mexican girl Well I don't know a, why
3: a Neil let genre. the Lord take your load was not his biggest hit because
2: Anyway but you're right why wasn't the other song the big hit And it, this know. isn't
3: a parody this was an actual <laughs> real live yep. sort of a, a very you know what's the what's the word i'm looking for um Uh, serious and nobody uh, nobody said hey uh marty um just is there a different way you can say this (laughs) like what would be a different way you can say this? it's so nasty
2: (laughs) he didn't write the song
3: he didn't who wrote it
2: but he I, i don't think he wrote the song well i don't know for sure that's a good question uh, but he um he chose it he chose the song you know he could have said no i'm not doing this song some well, producer brought it to him yeah i'm not doing that song but he said yeah
3: yeah that sounds
2: good let's do it
3: um so, uh, yeah i well, don't know what
2: to tell marty i believe died of a heart attack in at a relatively young age so maybe during the recording of this song even. <laughs> i'll play the whole thing at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I, I know, know you that. love this song. You when, when you Just, when you discovered it, you sent it to me right away. I
3: was so excited. Said, you gotta hear the that. reason I was so excited was I thought for once I've discovered something a a treasure that Pat knows not has never has no, never heard of. And and that. much to my delight and chagrin, you said, "Oh yeah, I know the lady who married him." <laughs>
2: like, yeah. Well, I knew that, did. but I'd never heard the song before. Oh, you so had
3: never heard the song. Before. No, no, no. <laughs> So
2: but now that you bring that up, that is, this, I ran across this article which I found most interesting, uh, and it is in the music industry, uh, the 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 people who do the new music, uh, today's music, and I know this is gonna I'm gonna sound like an incredible fogey. I don't care.
3: Okay, boomer.
2: Most of today's music, I just think sucks. I, it all sounds the same to me.
3: Yeah, that's it, what they it, said it back in inter- the '60s.
2: Nothing breaks Nothing breaks any norms, you know? I mean, Elvis was a trendsetter. I mean, nobody had sung like that before. Crossed boundaries of, you know, suggestion like he did. The Beatles, of course. They'll be playing the Beatles 500 years from now. Yeah, but, true. But they're frustrated. The music industry is frustrated because everybody wants to hear old music. There's an old music trend, and it's been going on for a while. You hear it in movies and TV shows Mm -hmm. all the time. Older musicians like Bob Dylan and uh, Stevie Nicks and Bruce Springsteen are selling the rights to their music for hundreds of millions of dollars because people want this music. And the market is shifting toward old music. 70% of music demand is for old songs now in the United States. Wow. Uh, The top 200 most popular songs only account for 5% of total streams. So in other words, the 200 most popular songs, contemporary songs right now, are just uh, 5% of all the music that people want to hear. And that percentage has fallen off by half over the last three years. The then, And so people are saying, why is this? They say, maybe it's the pandemic era drive for nostalgia. People want to return to the old ways. Who knows? But there's no question about it. And it's what I listen to. I like to listen to old music. Uh, It just is more musical. I'm sorry, it just
1: is.
3: I like to go back even further. I love the old Torch songs, female singers from back in the 40s and 50s, and those those just are so great. Um, Yeah. Which
2: one of your favorites? I'll play it for you.
3: Um, You know, I love um, Ella Fitzgerald. But I have a whole playlist that I, just as I hear them, I collect these these female, you know. Um...
2: Hey, you know who's coming to town here? Uh, Maria Moldauer is, oh, is out there.
3: I know And her. you have
2: a Maria Moldauer story.
3: <laughs> I didn't know she was still doing music.
2: Yeah, she's still out Why? there. Can you tell your Maria Moldauer story? I love it.
3: Yes, and I don't think it's Moldauer. I think you're, it's just Maria Muldar. is her name.
2: Muldar? Oh, Moldauer. Okay.
3: I could be wrong, but.
1: Midnight at the oasis, send your camel to bed. Shadows painting our faces, traces of romance in our heads. She,
3: I worked Heavens at a bank in, so she lived in Marin County, and I don't yeah. know if she still lives in Marin County, <clears> but I worked at a bank. In Marin County. And I worked in the collections department um, when I was in my 20s. So, car loans, uh, the car loan and boat loan collection department. And often people would have to come in to make their payment on their car. This is before the internet, this is practically before electricity. And they'd have to come in and make the payment so we wouldn't re- repossess their car and they'd have a deadline to do it. Well, Maria Moldar was behind mm-hmm. on her car payments. Yeah. And she came in and She wasn't my account. I don't know who who it was, but she came in to make her car payment. Everybody's like, oh, look, it's Maria Mulder. Midnight in the Oasis. Look, it's her. It's her. It's her. And everybody was all starstruck, and she gave whoever she gave the check to or the money to. And then she turned out and walked out, and I know she had a hole in the butt of her jumpsuit. (laughs) That's all. That's the story. Maria Meldar had a hole in the butt in the seat of her. A... Did you
2: ever? Did any part of you feel like I need to run out and tell her, "Hey, Miss Meldar I, I, I'm a big fan of your work, and oh. you have a hole in the butt of your outfit."
3: I'm not a big fan of her work. I don't like Midnight oh. at the Oasis. I think it's. A so, dumb if you song. were
2: a big fan of her work, you might have told her. But otherwise, I don't know.
3: I think the whole thing just struck me as is sad and. And, and I guess that moment in life, I realized, you know, you can have a number one hit song and still be behind on your car payment and have a hole in the butt of your jumpsuit. And that just yeah. depressed me for the rest of my life. So I think that was a turning point for my attitude. That shouldn't
2: depress you. That should make you feel like, yay! Hey, no, everybody's because got what do you?
3: What, to, what is there to strive for? Why? Why should I try to be successful <laughs> and play by all the rules if I'm just going to end up behind on my fucking car payment with a hole in the seat of my butt <laughs> hey, of my pants? Hey, 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 what? Hey, Did hey, I not say that?
2: Hey, clean up your language, or we're going to st- people that. are going to stop sending us money. Okay.
3: <laughs> Actually, they might send us more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well that's true why well, you guys have broken out of your goody two shoes mode uh,
3: anyway so that just was very sad to me I was like oh man really okay well I guess I won't try so hard in life anymore since this is just where you go that's end up so anyway. good
2: that's that's an interesting take on that yeah so you think I remember my, take, my son you,
3: you think my take should be uh, thrilled and happy for what reason why would you think that was an option?
2: No, I just, I would think that you would say, oh, okay, Miss Miss Big Shot has just as many foibles as all the rest of us. I feel good about myself now (laughs) because, you know, I've got a hole in my butt, too. That
3: makes no sense to me.
2: Not my butt. Of course, we all have holes in our butt. I mean, in my pants. In
3: my pants. Uh,
2: Yeah, so... <laughs> I I, I somehow feel her equal now. But yeah.
3: isn't that weird too? I feel really weird saying that don't you always look at people's butts when they turn around and walk away? Why was I even looking at her butt? I don't know. I should not have even seen the hole in her jumper.
2: You know, Are you, you know there? the thing of. Well, no, I'm I'm trying to think of how to respond. The thing about butts, and I'm glad you brought this up. No, I'm not going to go there. I don't see I'm sounding like a complete jerk.
3: No, now. you're not. I yeah. totally understand what you're saying, but here's how this is
2: I like people who say I sound like a jerk. No, you're not. You don't sound like a jerk. You are a jerk.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: phew. Yeah. I thought I was no. doing an imitation. Hey, do
1: the jerk.
2: I don't know if I ever told you this, but I used to be with the Pacific Northwest Ballet really? Company.
3: You didn't tell. About I'm learning all sorts of stuff. Them. Two years ago?
2: No, no. Uh, I was in the company for about two years. Oh. I was uh, the lead... Uh, ballerina? I can't remember what they called Ballerina. Uh, the, the ballet? No, not the ballerina. That's a woman. No, I was the... Uh,
3: what were you? You? Know what,
2: you, know what, you know what? I finally quit. Uh, I couldn't stand the lifting. <laughs>
3: Nobody could lift I know. your I'm big I'm so completely too. full of bologna. Yeah. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. Are
3: we ready yeah, for a joke? I,
2: well, I guess we are because you're you're wrapping this thing. <laughs> uh, I had I had some other marvelous topics. Okay, well, we're, but uh, I guess we won't get to that. We'll
3: get to them next I, time.
2: What do I always tell you before we do these? Every podcasts, single Lisa? time,
3: and people know this. Every single time, I'll text you. I go, okay, I'm. I'll, I'll see you in five minutes, whatever. And then you always text me. Go. I got nothing. You say that every time. And it's, I mean it. It's the same three words. I got nothing. I got nothing. I say
2: it every time and I mean it every and time. And I don't know
3: why you say I, that. I we've been talking together. I think I
2: got nothing. We've it. been
3: talking together for over 30 years, at least. Yeah. Longer than that. Yeah. And we've never just yeah. sat and stared at one another and just kind of rolled our eyes and went, I don't know what to say.
2: Well, about. you know, you got to say something. But, but what happens is a podcast like this where I've talked about stupid stuff. So if I would ever just sit down and organize my thoughts uh, and and come up with something vivid and uh, worth people's uh, funding, then mm-hmm. then I'll have accomplished something. But I didn't do it this week. Yeah,
1: it's okay. Give
2: me another chance next week, folks, or whenever it's it okay. is we Sorry. next do this podcast. Okay, I've got some bad news for what? you.
0: What?
2: I have no <gasps> joke. I forgot. See, I didn't even prepare the what? joke. Can I go get my joke book? <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm going to grab.
3: Hey, I have an idea. I mean, I last, idea. last podcast. I have an idea. Yeah. You grab the joke book. Can I pick a page and just give you a number and that's the joke you read? Okay,
2: good. Let me go. I've got, by the way, I am I must have 50 joke books, by the way. I just collect. Them. Some of them are very old. Some are new. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let me go get it. Okay. And, and I'm going to grab one. Hang on. This particular volume, which I find one of the best ever, is called the Friar's Club Encyclopedia of Jokes. I'm coming back now. I got here quicker than I left because I found a shortcut.
3: Oh, good.
2: Now, here's what we could do, Lisa. What? You can you could pick a number, yeah. as you said, a page number, or they also have categories. Oh. From like stinginess, insurance, oh. fitness and exercises, oh. health, gullibility, funerals, manners.
3: You can never go wrong with fashion. funerals. Funerals is always good. But why don't we funerals. do? Since we've been talking about um,
2: masturbation is, there. <laughs> believe it or not, <laughs> um, I can't believe that. So we we're just talking, talking about, about
3: butts people. and stuff. Why don't we do health and fitness?
2: Oh. Health. Page two, two, two. Hang on. Okay. Let me see how many jokes there are. This is not gonna go well. Because I have to really search for good jokes. Well here. no, you're just
3: supposed to pick a okay. random one. Do it cold. Well
2: it's not like there's a joke on a page. Do it cold, I mean, baby. Do it cold. Multiple jokes.
3: Oh, got it.
2: Should I just take the first joke? Yes. I jumped down to the punchline and I don't think you're going to like the punchline but <laughs> here we go. Are you ready? Do
3: you want to just tell me the punchline and then I'll tell you whether it's not worth whether it's worth telling me the whole joke?
2: Okay, here's the punchline. Penis fall off all by itself.
3: <laughs> Maybe you should just read me the punchline.
1: When days are filled with trouble and temptation is so great. And evil stands no matter where you go. There's one friend you can turn to and everybody knows. Kneel and let the Lord take your load. The mighty hand of God will... I am wanting strength to him I go. No matter what they say, the Lord will find a way. Kneel and let